I just wanted to put this note in at the beginning of the show. After the 26 minute mark, we had a little bit of feedback from our sound system. So if there is static and it's too much for you, I'm very sorry to hear that. Otherwise, if you just plow through the episode and just try and listen to us, I guarantee it is very fun and edutainmentable, I guess. Okay, let's get on with the show. This episode of This Is Getting Old has been brought to you by After The Hashtag, as well as Geeked Up Radio. Hi guys, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Ty, and we're co-hosts on the podcast After After The The Hashtag. Hashtag. We're a married couple in our mid-twenties who like to tell stories and give insights into our lives. Our goal is to show that marriage and parenting are not easy, but you're not in it alone. We also have fun with segments like Settle the Dispute, Bachelor Recap, and other great topics. So be sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and just about anywhere else you can listen to your podcasts. We love interacting with our listeners, so please be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget, when the wedding hashtag fades away, your love doesn't have to. Hey everybody, this is Ricky, the Jolly Rancher Commander from Geeked Up Radio, where we discuss comic book movies, video games, and the cringiest news we can find on the internet. Find Geeked Up Radio on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or most anywhere you get your podcast from. Just human, and I'm getting old, just getting old, just getting old, just getting old. Welcome to another episode of This Is Getting Old. I am your host, John. With me, as always, I have my co-host... Clarky. Clark. Good to have you back. Man, I am um, glad to be back, honestly. I just... I got a slight case of FOMO. You know what that is? Uh, FOMO. Fear of missing out. Okay. That, I thought I said something else. I thought that was going to be something way worse. Yeah, I know. I, was gonna, I saw your eye. You're like, what is this about to announce? Um, but I, I get that from my wife. I just... I just feel you record an episode and then I had to listen to it. And I'm like, where am I? You know, I'm like, man, I wish I was there. So glad to be back, man. Well, I'm glad to have you back. You know, you missed out on the Ninja Warrior episode, but that's all good. No, because this week we are going to be discussing something very fun, and that's the Ninja Turtles franchise. And we are joined this week by another special guest. Back to back weeks of special guests. This week we have Kenny Belgrave. Well, hello there. How are we doing, Kenny? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourselves? Uh, it's almost the end of the week, so I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to start on my roughest day of the week. So, uh oh. Yeah, boy. Let's yeah, try to get through that one. Don't you make the most money today? Mm, for the most part. See, there you go. Just think positive. Yeah. I'm glad this to finally is... meet you because I've heard a lot about you. All bad things, John. <laughs> and they're uh, all true. <laughs> Every one of them is true, and um, I know you're a supporter. I mean, you your name is probably mentioned more than anybody else. It's not you know one of us. It's between him and Team the Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just Mulligan. He told me about it a while ago, and I I got around to listening to it. I he 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 reached back out to me when you guys finally got started, and I just started listening to it. Man, it was great. It took me the first couple of episodes just. It took me right back, man. It was so much fun listening to it. So, well, I'm glad I finally yeah. was able to get you on here. That was so what, one of so my goals. The Ninja Turtles are like your specialty. Is that why you're on here? Oh my goodness, my mother would tell you so many stories of it. But just <laughs> yeah. she'll tell you stories like I'd run around the house and I was a kid. Just she'd be in one room, I'm in the other. I'd run in the room she was, and you know, 
VCRs back then, but oh, yeah. I'd pop the tape in the VCR in that room, so she'd wait for me to sit down, and she'd leave the room. Here comes Kenny following her right into that room, popping in the VCR <laughs> in that room, and we're right back at it. She, she couldn't get away from it. I was, oh, man, I loved it. Awesome. It, it Was that the original 90s uh, movie? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's... It, it, what's funny is if you look back on that now, it is really not a child-friendly movie. No, it's not. <laughs> no, heck no. Heck it's no. not at it's, all. It's, it's a far cry from the cartoons back in the 80s. But that one and The Secret of the Ooze, the next one, probably have some of the two of the greatest soundtracks in the history of all things that are good. Yeah, to, they are. To throw oh, back are to... Uh, the one-hit wonders, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go, man. I know. <laughs> when I listened to that episode, man, I, oh my god, it was awesome. I was just like, play the full song, play the full song. <laughs> don't they did that? I don't care about like Vanilla that. Ice. I don't care if he gets mad. Play the song. Didn't <laughs> that wheel? Yo, DJ. I don't know. It's been so long. Yeah, I plan on. Pulling them up soon so that uh, Liam can start watching them. He just started watching the cartoons, so and he seems to be getting into it. Good. Well, uh, basically, uh, I guess we'll just start off with uh, something simple. Let me jump into something before we jump into our topic. So, uh, two things that I noticed, or three things, I guess, in the world today that I want to talk about. First of all, is are you guys familiar with Hulk Hogan? Yes, yeah. a little. A little bit. So, you know, we talk about WWE or wrestling as much as we possibly can almost every episode. Uh, there is a rumor that just got n- announced, actually, that Hulk Hogan biopic is being made and Chris Hemsworth is playing Hulk Hogan. What? Why can't Hulk Hogan play Hulk Hogan? <laughs> do you, uh, have you seen him walk recently? I don't think he can do what he needs to do. I was going to say they don't want the set to smell like being gay for the entire time of shooting. <laughs> I think it was an episode of Hogan Knows Best where they had him take constant spinal shots just so he can just walk around on set. Oh my god. I mean, that's bad enough, so I couldn't imagine him trying to pick up Andre the Giant for a second time if they're going to do that. Oh, they can see the guy that stuff. I don't know. But I, the only thing that I really want to see from that movie is I think the rumor I heard was during that match when he lifted Andre the Giant, you know, no one had ever picked him up. I guess he had torn both biceps and then broke something in his back or tore that something in his back when sense. he did it. I'm like, that's wow. insane. Could you imagine, you know, however big Hulk Hogan was back in the day, lifting a man that size, and as you're lifting him, your just biceps are tearing apart. <laughs> like tearing from your bone as just, as it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's gross. So. But it makes sense, though, that biopic, because, I mean, on the hills of the page biopic, right? I mean, yeah. I, when's that? Is that released today or like it's this week, right? It's this week, I think. Yeah. And that's produced by uh, The Rock, so it should be good. It looks so good. And then, so another thing that brought to my mind. So, do you guys watch college basketball at all? A little bit here and there. Slightly, like right now, be when I'm watching it. I'm such a not really into it until March Madness. You know, I'm one of those guys. Okay. I got a good friend of mine whose wife is a diehard UNC, so we we always. I follow him just for her, but I don't. I don't watch too too much of it. So, if you watched UNC, did you watch the Duke game last yeah. night? Oh, I did. Oh, I certainly did. <laughs> um, first of all, you know, 
craziest thing I've ever seen happen. I mean, I've seen it happen a couple times, but the way yeah. Zion B- Williamson blew up that shoe was nuts. <laughs> you know, I I saw I knew it was coming. You you know how Facebook is. They get something like that, the memes just start rolling. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it was just like I I felt bad for him cuz I, I first off, you got to give it to the guy. He's a physical specimen. Oh, it's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, yeah. But you see watch that and it's just like to watch it happen in his shoe blow out in the way it did and like his knee went i was like oh god you hope the best for him but what a freakish weird thing to do just to happen and luckily his knee was still bent forward i think if if it would have been straight i mean we're probably looking at something way worse but luckily it was bent in a way that i think it was just a mild sprain rather than like an acl or something like that which, which also sucks too because that the complexion of that game is completely different with him in it oh yeah I mean, they that whole game changes. Let's let's be fair. When you put the big three guys of Cam Reddish uh, and then I can't remember the other AJ guys, Barrett. Barrett, and then him together, Arjun, they average like eighty three percent of their score. Yeah, and the rest of it comes off the bench. Oh yeah. So when you lose him, now you're making your bench do so much more. For um for UNC, May went absolutely ballistic last night, but you put his eye on. Yeah. You put Zion on him, he doesn't have the same effect. He didn't no. have the same effect. May effect. was like 30 points for 15 rebounds last night. Yeah. It was nuts. I know a lot of, folks around, a lot of folks around here want um, want uh, the, the Hawks to finish tanking so that we can maybe <laughs> hopefully get that first the first ball or whatever and um, get Zion. But I don't know about now. I don't know how, how bad is the injury. Is it like... It's not too bad. It's just a sprain okay. from what they're saying. Yeah, okay. I think he'll be he'll be back before the tournament. It's a question yeah. of whether or not he'll miss like a week or two, because I know oh, they're facing okay. Syracuse, I think, coming up and everything like that, and they really need him for that. Yeah. So and then, their three point yeah. shooting last night was awful, atrocious. Yeah. Um, so the final thing is the highest paid baseball player ever. <laughs> so. Uh, the Padres, a the terrible team. Padres, man. Uh, you know, and I think we talked about this uh, as one of my grinds of gears a while back. I'm tired of teams that should not be in the mix of trying to sign free agents constantly be like, oh, well, we're, we're interested in this free agent. So in the last three years, they've lured away Eric Hosmer from any contending team whatsoever. <laughs> and then they just got Manny Machado. I'm just like, your team is trash. It's not good. And now, how am I expected to even consider you guys being in contention? You still have to face the Dodgers every freaking year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One guy, yeah, one guy's not going to... I mean, it, it definitely makes them better, but, like, I don't know. You can only polish your turd so much, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think Kenny and I were talking about it on the phone the other day, uh, just a little, like, a couple hours ago. Uh, the last time we even saw him in the playoffs, I think it was the 2000... Maybe eight, maybe two thousand. Yeah, I think it was two thousand seven, two thousand eight, when the Rockies didn't touch home plate to win that series. That's the last time I saw them in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah I'm, that... I'm looking it up right now. Last Padres playoff appearance. It says oh six. So so six. Okay, because they was... lose Cardinals. Damn. The last good thing they did, I remember, I downloaded um, the Home Run Derby app on my on my iPad just to play it and mess around and it was it was in their <laughs> it was at their part. That was the last good thing I've seen from them. That's ridiculous. The last thing but I, I mean, saw good from them was them. they had Adrian Gonzalez on the team, so if that doesn't tell you how long ago that was. Yeah. Cause you he, he did a stint with the Cubs too. My God he did. Yeah. 
Play a little first base for us. Well, basically, let me just say, we're going to spin this off into a future episode of Talking Baseball, because at least we got three guys here who can't stop talking about baseball. So, let's stop while we're ahead here, and let's jump into the Ninja Turtles. All right, let's do it. Basically, let me just give you a quick rundown. Ninja Turtles was created back in 1984 by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. A huge inspiration from them is Marvel Comics' uh, Daredevil. The idea of the same chemical that blinded Matt Murdock and gave him these hyper senses leaked into the sewers and radiated the turtles to become the Ninja Turtles, as well as Splinter to become the rat monster that he is. The rat monster? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then also a little bit interesting is the villains in the Daredevil are called the Hand, whereas the villains in the Ninja Turtles were called the Foot Clan. There we go. So it's just it takes a lot of hints and strides from that franchise, and they basically created their own. Um, so before we jump into anything, we have four different turtles. Which one is your favorite? His uh, I'm a Donatello guy. I've been, if you check through my Facebook, me and a couple of my buddies, we've been we've been getting into this argument real heavy because they keep <laughs> misunderstanding the argument, but that's a conversation for another day. But, uh, yeah, we, we've been arguing about this a lot. They all say Leo, and I'm, I'm a Donatello guy. I always have been, I always will be. Okay. It's funny Which, you should say that because Donatello is my favorite also. Oh, a bunch of nerds yeah. in the room. No, no, here's the thing. My brother, I have an older brother, and him and my cousin were really close so my brother chose Ralph right um, Ralph as his yeah favorite. so that he was his favorite because he was like the coolest right I guess um, and then my uh, my cousin really liked Leo and so I mean I couldn't be the I couldn't be I, mean, I couldn't like Michelangelo I mean uh, party see, guy right but it's I just, too cliche I, I, yeah, I, I'm too. gonna have to say Michelangelo because I'm a, not only I'm a party guy I'm not a party guy I'm a <laughs> I'm a guy who likes catchphrases and I mean, it just uh, it hones it right in for me. You know, Booyakasha, Kalabunga, doesn't matter which one they use. It, you it know, because you on. said that I don't, I don't mean to get too far ahead here, but uh, 
just you saying that, man, cracks me up because in the second movie, you just watch Donnie going through the whole sequence of just trying to find, like, catchphrases that work between him and Mikey. It's hilarious. Yeah, he just keeps bringing out the nerdiest words possible. <laughs> Mikey's just like, no, didn't cut it. Yeah, it's hilarious, <laughs> yeah. man. So, uh, so okay, so what was the first Ninja Turtles that you guys ever watched? Like, what first uh, iteration of it? I was like the what is what was the first the like eighty seven six or whatever it was yeah. ninety five. It was um, eighty seven. Um, was the cartoons and then ninety and I think ninety two were the movies. Yep. So like the cartoon for sure was the first for me. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I remember the cartoons. I remember that's what I grew up on because by the time I remember cartoons and everything it was probably ninety three ninety four. And I remember getting all the sweet action figures of them as, like, one's, like, an Indian, one's a cowboy, and, one, like, everyone had, like, this different oh, yeah. gimmick and everything. Yeah, whatever they could sell, like, they, yeah, they changed the gimmicks and all that. And, like, I kind of married wrestling and the Ninja Turtles together in my head. So, like, I would have, like, I'd have them fight each other, like, and have, like, storylines, and then <laughs> someone comes running down, and you know, the ring and, like, fight the other one, and it got, it got really bad. And really good at the same time. Yeah, I, I remember the cartoons, but I, I really, really fell in love with it with the movies. The movies in the 90s, because I was, I'm born in 91, so the movies, that's where I really took hold. It was like, oh my gosh, the best thing ever. <laughs> I remember the movies coming out, but I was I was pretty young. Like, I couldn't go see them, right? But mm -hmm. I remember them coming out, and I remember um, like wanting to see them. Right? I think the, the thing that stands out the most in the movies for me was... Like the, you could tell that there was different suits used in all the movies, yeah. And it wasn't till I was way older that I realized Jim Henson, the guy who created the Muppets, created you know Sesame Street, everything like that. He created the original suits, like the original mm. puppets and everything like that. And that's why I think the first one is just so good. It it feels so organic because it was just made by a guy who has created cartoon characters for like decades. Yeah. I don't know that he yeah. created the suits. And it's unfortunate. I think he died, like, maybe a couple months after the movie came out. The first one? Yeah. Okay. And that's why you can tell. tell that I think they got rid of the suits, and the second one is just not the same to me. Uh, the second one I was fine with. It wasn't until the third one where I really was like, ah, you're stretching now. Yeah. Is that the samurai one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. It went to I, Japan. I thought two was, like, they peaked. I thought one and two were fantastic. I kind of, in my mind put them together mm -hmm. especially the soundtrack like I, I was looking up the soundtrack and I thought one song was on the other but they I, I kind of mix them up but um, they were real I mean yeah I loved them both of them but three yeah was kind of dumb yeah I mean three, yeah, it, the three or one was terrible I mean I don't know if it's they, they just wanted to reuse characters because they had um, you know Casey Jones in the first movie and then he wasn't in the second movie and they're like oh no we totally need to have him in the third movie Oh well, we're only in the present for so long, so let's create an ancient European version of him and put it in this feudal Japan movie. I stop it. Stop yeah, it, it now. Yeah, really bad. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't care for that at all. And weren't they demons in that movie? Like they, they were to to the to the people in the uh, in the village. Yeah, they were demons. Because <laughs> at the one point, she's like, You're, "He's casting a spell on her." You know, and it was just yeah. like, "Oh my god, what are we doing here?" Like, I forgot all about that. God. They're just like spotted turtles, and I'm like, "What is happening here?" Yeah, 
That was bad. Yeah, it, it wasn't good. It's like, you know, you get you get the ancient Japanese culture mixing in with the colonials with cannons, and I'm like, what are we what are we going for here? <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> um, so I, I had mentioned earlier the the first movie. When you look back on it, it's not safe for children. There's so much <laughs> violence in that movie. It's insane. Um, but if you watch the second one, it's it's a complete tonal shift. And I didn't realize until, again, I was older, and you realize they're, they use no weapons, like, the entire movie. Nope. Not at all. So I guess there was a complaint from the first movie that, you know, it's a, it was a cartoon beforehand. So everyone just assumed they were t- adapting from the cartoon, so they let their kids watch it, and they weren't happy with, you know, how violent it really was. And it wasn't until they're like, oh, well, we'll make the second one, but you know what? Instead of nunchucks, let's use sausage links for uh, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, missing link. <laughs> missing link. Yeah, because uh, at one point, actually, in that same fight scene, uh, Leo takes his katanas and just throws him up in the ceiling. Yeah, he just takes him and throws him straight up in the ceiling and hangs off and starts fighting that way. I think Donnie... Donnie might have been the only one to actually swing a weapon. I don't even think he swung it. I think he used it as defense in the junkyard scene. Yeah. I think that's about it, because he let the two Foot Clan knock themselves out. And I was like, wow. You know? Yeah. It was just... Because the, the, I... I remember reading something, and I think, help me out if I'm wrong here, but I think what happened was when they created the comic book, it was kind of like, a, hey, this is a group of people we can kind of, or a group of heroes we can kind of get behind. You know, we can we can kind of push these to our kids kind of thing. So they came out with the cartoon series, mm-hmm. and then it was like, oh, man, man this worked out so well. We go into the movie. They go into the movie, and it was just kind of like a screeching halt. Like, hold on. not Those are not friendly at all. That's not yeah. what we had in mind, guys. Like, let's just back it up. Let's try again. Let's retool it. So that's when they came out with the second one. It was so much, it, it was so much friendlier. Because, I mean, oh yeah, the first, I, I actually, not too long ago, went back and watched the first one. And I was like, oh, my God. We witnessed a murder, or an attempted murder, Oops. and Raphael got jumped. And brought yeah. down on a rooftop, and I'm like, oh my, uh, I can see why people didn't accept this too well. This, which I can one see did, why um, didn't, which one did Shredder fall in? Like the he, like in the end, he falls in like the grinder or whatever it is. Yeah, he, he, yeah. The That's first? the first one. Yeah, cause yeah, yeah, okay. He yeah. falls in there, and then all of a sudden, Casey Jones says "whoops" and starts the <laughs> the back of the pickup truck. I'm like, that's yeah, that's was a, a garbage murder. truck. Yeah, yeah. He was smashing him in a garbage truck because in the beginning of the second movie, it's his arm punching out of like a trash pit at the dump. Yeah. And their headquarters at the at the end is them at like a trash pit slash you know junkyard. Yeah. Oh man, the first two seem like it seems like it's a continuation. The the third one just is so 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 it's just dumb. I don't know what else to say about it. You know, it like they tried to continue it just by having the same. so when they find their new hideout at in the second one, that's in the, the train station. Yeah. They use the train station in the third one. That's where they all kind of mm-hmm. they find the scepter and teleport from. Yes. But like you say, it's just I, I would have rather to be shot in New York versus being shot in Japan. Yeah. Especially, I think they used a different uh, uh, April O'Neil in every movie. I don't think it was the yeah. same actress once. The only person that truly was the same 
was Shredder, except for when he was Kevin Nash at Super Shredder. <laughs> and then um, the other one was Casey Jones, but that was between the first and third because he wasn't in the second movie. Yeah. So, I mean, gotcha. yeah, they definitely did try to keep the same universe in a way, but you know, there's so much jumping around points, they it's hard to stick. Yeah. It, it was... And it just seemed like from... I don't, I don't know what happened, but it feels like from the first one to the second one, it, it feels like a complete just shift oh. happened. I don't know oh, yeah. if it's just because they tried to make it a lot friendlier, a lot you know less dark of a movie, but it just feels like it. it everything's mm-hmm. became more retro in the second one. You know, like everybody's just... Well, advertisers changed, too. Talking. Yeah, advertisers yeah, changed, because yeah, I know, what, wasn't sense. the first movie Pizza Hut and the second movie Domino's? Wow. I know the first one was Domino's. Yeah. Wow. The first one I do know is Domino's. Okay, so then they, they, sw- they yeah, the I know sewer. Pizza Hut. I thought was the, se- the was one of them as well. I, I just remember they shifted it, it and like your your sponsors changed, the the suits have changed. You can tell the demeanor has changed, and I think that's what's weird about it. But the only thing that I really have a complaint about the second movie was the fact that uh, when they made the two other mutant creatures to face the Ninja Turtles. Tokar and Razor, and not, you know, the the cartoon characters that we all grew up with, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, I think that was my only gripe of the entire movie. When they Man. see Tokar and Razor, I'm like, who? You know, I, I loved it. I really, I did. Like, because, like I said, I you know, I was born in '91, so I didn't, I knew Bebop and Rocksteady, but I didn't know them. No, you know, so at, mm-hmm. Tokar and Razor would find with me, and it, it just made sense. It's just. As far as the movie, it just as a kid watching a movie, it just made sense to me. Oh man, there's a there's a fox and a snapping turtle. Oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah, but. <laughs> I'm the opposite man. I wanted Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll, we'll we'll talk about it in, in the future films. I think they, I think they finally were just like, oh, let's give the fans what they want. Let's give them Bebop and Rocksteady. And unfortunately, it, it was a terrible movie. It was uh, your your friend, good old Mike. Yeah, and I know you're very fond of him, John. No, I'm not. No comment. <laughs> um. So okay, we'll we'll move on uh, to the next thing. Of I mean, there was a couple more cartoons um, in the in the '90s. I don't totally remember them as much as I remember the original '87 series, where they just you know were showing uh, constant. Uh, oh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, not reboots, but they're different versions of it yeah um but then there was i i don't remember the exact year was it 97 when they did the live action tv show i want to say 96 with um with the crossover with the ninja turtles or with the with the power rangers i want to say that was 96 i do believe i want to say 95 96 i'm trying to find it as we speak yeah yeah the uh God, it was a terrible show. Well, actually, if I may, can we back up two years? To Go ahead. 94, I believe it was. There was... So I think 93, they came out with another cartoon. Yeah. And that one was actually, if you look, and it was more... Um, it was it was a Japanese cartoon. So if you watch April O'Neil in the cartoon, she's a lot more of what, you know... We'll call her a hussy for 
But uh, <laughs> it, you just kind of look at her and it's just like, okay, like she's got the glistening, you know, like her 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 lip gloss is like glistening and it's just like she's all perked up and everything. And it's just kind of funny because it's like their take on the American culture. It was hilarious because I, I was just actually kind of going over not too long ago and I was like, I was like wow. I see what you're trying to do there. Wait a minute. What do you mean oh. by perked up? So, uh, oh, no comment. <laughs> oh, I forgot. We got a, this podcast. Yeah, it's a different kind of podcast. Yeah, she's a... It, it, they just kind of try to doll her up a whole lot. And I was like, all right, I, I see what's going on here. Yeah. This one also probably not really great for kids because, you know, like this one's more for if I have to watch this show with my kids as a dad... I mean, go back this and watch the original you. Dragon Ball and try not to watch Master Roshi bleed his nose the entire time and not get the joke there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is just what Japanese did. Can't. Yeah. So, they did that, and then they did a... The, a, a frightening, the, I'll just call it. It was absolutely terrifying to watch them do the uh, the music TV show. Yes. The, that was, was terrifying. Um... You had the rock tour. It was like a rock tour where they went around and did like a concert in like the terrible, frightening uh, Ninja Turtle suits. Yeah. Oh, they were horribly frightening. I, they just, it was like going to Chuck E. Cheese and just watching a turtle version of Chuck. It just blinked whenever it wanted to. It was horrible. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. It was awful. And then they, they tried to, I guess it, I, somehow it succeeded, and they did a Christmas episode of it. And that yeah. was equally terrifying because it's like, yeah. oh man, I'm, everybody's around the Christmas tree. Let's have fun. And then you're looking at that like, mom, what is this? Oh, I'm scared. So it's 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 frightening. If you get a chance to check it out on YouTube, it is terrifying. I've never seen it. I'm definitely gonna check it out. And then while oh, you're at it, watch the uh, the Star Wars Christmas special, um, and then try and compare which one is scarier. <laughs> Because watching Chewbacca's family, itchy and scratchy, and I don't remember all the names, but it's really bad. Oh my god. Um, but you had the live, uh, live action was 97. So it was 97 to 98. Um, the suits were terrible. It was somehow worse than the one when they went back in Japan in the, in the third movie. And then I think it was, trying to remember exactly, I think it was the Power Rangers in Space. Where they did a crossover with them. Yeah, it only lasted twenty six episodes. That yes, yes, and it, it was, it was, it was awful. I actually, um, unfortunately, ran across it the other day on YouTube. You bought it. I ran across. It's fine. <laughs> oh, it was so awful. I mean, the, the punchlines are corny. It's, and you know, also that just to throw it out there, I was, a, I was a big. Um, I was a big Power Rangers guy growing up too. I, you know, just for whatever for whatever reason, I watched that. I watched both of those movies too. So if you ever do another one, just please do call me for that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I watched those movies too. So I'd always wanted to see. Like I grew up wanting. So I was like, oh man, you know, I got the action, the Power Rangers action figures, and Ninja Turtles action figures. So they're always fighting. Mm -hmm. so I was like, oh, how cool would it be? And then I saw it in '97. I'm like. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know. What about you, Clark? You did you ever watch it? I, no, I've never, never saw that one. No. Um, nope. Did you ever see the 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 joke? I mean, it was uh, 
when Avengers Infinity War came out and people were like, this is the most bold crossover that has ever been attempted. And then someone uh, took that picture and it posted the bottom. It was just the picture of the Ninja Turtles shaking hands with the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. so bad. And that's, I, I, again, that's one of those things I blocked out from my mind. I'm like, God, there's, there's no way that exists. And then I saw the picture. I'm like, oh, no, it did happen. It wasn't a lucid dream. Yeah. Because the, the headgear turns out and it, it looks horrible. Like Donatello again. I somehow he always gets the short end of the stick, and oh, that's yeah. what drives me crazy about all of it. Donatello always ends with the short end. And he's a workhorse of the group. But like I said, we'll get into that argument another time. <laughs> you mean the but guy he, who does machines? <laughs> essentially. Oh man, we need a we need a turtle mobile. Okay, Donatello. Here's a pile of stuff, like you know, like he's in the Fat Albert movies. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a pile of stuff, is what they'll call it. And somehow he builds an engine in a full, Wait. you know. Yes, is this a real? Is this a real picture of? Of is that it? Yeah, it's a. That's, that's the one. Real? That's real. Yep. That's, oh, that's the one. So bad. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's so bad. If you if you actually get to watch it, it's it's just it's equally as bad. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I'll tell you, there's a um. If you YouTube it, it's the evolution of Ninja Turtles. It's like a 12-minute, it's like a 12-minute video. It, it, you'll you'll get it all in there, man. You get every every bit of it. It's actually it's pretty neat, but at the same time, it's like good night. How many just different iterations of this were so awful? Like they just hit a stretch from I think it was like right after, right around the third movie, till probably around 2000. If if you're asking me. Around 2003, they finally hit it again and started doing well with it. But up until yeah, then, the two, it was just a series of misses. I do enjoy the 2003 one, actually. It's way yeah. more, I guess you could say, badass version of it, of a kid's yeah. cartoon. Yeah. It's I, I, it's great. I've actually, I, I, I'll, I'll admit it, I've been, I've been watching it on YouTube. I just kind of followed that and just started watching the series again just, just to have something to watch. Oh, yeah. But, uh, it's funny too. It just is like off topic here, but uh, if you do end up watching it, they so they go into a lot. You know, always the fight scenes. It's always funny because everybody has uh, so Leonardo katana blades, Raphael he has the size. Those are the only two sharp weapons. But yes. somehow, every time they need it to happen, Donatello and Michelangelo, Michelangelo always cut something in half with their weapons. I'm like, how did that happen? Like, how does that happen? Like, it, like early in the show, they start fighting the little, uh, the tiny little robots, like the, uh, I forget what they're called, but like the small Mousers. tiny robots. With the, yeah, those yeah. ones. So they start fighting those for a while. It's just like, yeah, you gotta cut, it, you cut their heads off. And there's just like a bunch of slash scenes where everybody's just slashing these robots up. I'm like, only two of you have weapons that would cut. And Really, only one of you, because the other one's just kind of like a poker. It's a it's a three sided <laughs> yeah, poker. Stabbed, yeah. um, the the guy who created the monsters, his name was Baxter Stockman, and it wasn't until I got, I watched the 2003 series, and they showed him, and there it looked like this. He's this. Uh, he was a black guy who was very serious. Mm -hmm. He looked like this kind of frightening, like scientist dude who was yeah. like, "Yeah, don't mess with me." And then just I went back in April O'Neil like it's his day job. I went back and I watched the original <laughs> series and it's like this creepy little mousy white guy with orange hair who looks like Chucky from Rugrats. <laughs> yeah, dude, I had I had this I had I had that figure. 
I do remember. I had a puzzle that yeah. had like a that bunch of those characters on it. That yeah. was the one I remember. The, yeah, the, the the figure that's like, yeah, the orange hair, like a purple body, like a white, like yes. a, bow, a bow tie, right? Yeah, that was Baxter Stockman back in the day. 1989 collector series. Yeah, I had a couple of those. I don't. I never had that one. I had the puzzle that had like all the different characters on it. Yeah, Baxter Stockman. Um, but I think the reason why the 2003 one went so well is it literally took everything from. Yep, there he is. That that's that's way more intimidating than a little white boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had the reason I like the 2003 to 2009 series is they went and did so much from the cartoons. Like they actually went to like different dimensions and they went to the planet with all the triceratop fucking dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, beep out that word. Um, it, I, there was so much of that where they're like, dude, this comic book's insane. Why not just do it? We're, we've been going on the air for like six years. Yeah. They just did it. Yeah. Like, they made Shredder uh, a robot. They made... Uh, I mean, they did everything they possibly could that truly made that show as nuts and balls to the wall as they could. I've got to go back and watch it because, like, to me, after 97 and the move, like, the original three movies, I guess really two movies, the third one sucked. Mm-hmm. But like, I, didn't see, I didn't watch much until my... My brother had children, and then they were watching like the the show, like the newer, like cartoon show. Yeah, the 2012 uh, Nickelodeon show. Well, and, well yeah, and I, and I saw like a clip of it. I'm like, these aren't the tur-. like they didn't even go by like Donatello. He's Donnie. They, they I asked are. I asked one of my my um, my uh, nieces because they they're the ones who watch it. So yeah. I, you know, my nieces watch it. And uh, I asked them, I was like, who's your favorite? And it's like, Donnie. I was like, oh, you mean Donatello? And they had no idea who Donatello was. Like, Donnie. <laughs> the uh, only right. person that calls him Donatello is Splinter in that show. But they had, like, I was like, okay, well, is it, you know, I kind of compare, like, Krang was totally different. Like, he wasn't just, like, a little brain. Like, he wasn't, like, a mastermind brain. He was apparently, like, a bunch of different brains or something. Yeah, it's... It's totally different. Um, it's... I'm trying to... There is a big brain, the Krang... And then all of the other brains in the show are all like little spawn crank where they're like it was one I was used to had like, like the body right it had this big body mm-hmm. and like the like the brain in the middle was right? in in the torso yeah the torso area yeah um, but then he, he yeah. told me about a crossover episode where like the new Ninja Turtles went back in time or crossed some kind of something and met the old ones yeah I was like oh that's awesome yeah yeah I should watch it yeah. they did a whole lot with that I mean, they did a whole lot right with that one it was just I mean it's just a good series you just you meet Casey Jones early. There's just a mm-hmm. whole bunch. It's, it's just an awesome series. It really is. Yeah. So the the, the Nickelodeon series, because Nickelodeon bought the franchise of Ninja Turtles, so they took it and created it in 2012. Other than the CGI, which is hard to watch, you know, it, CGI never really works in a lot of cartoons. I mean, you had Beast Wars back in the day. If you you can't go back and rewatch it because it actually gives you a headache watching it. That you had reboot back in the '90s, terrible CGI. It makes no sense watching it. It's, CGI just never works. But they did that, and it's okay. It's cartoonistic. I get it. But I actually, I liked some of the stories that they did use for the Nickelodeon one. I can't say I watched too much of it because um, it just the the animation itself frustrated me. That's what I'm saying. And, it, it just, I just was like, I can't do this, man. And I, I've got this thing where I've essentially turned into my dad where everything that I didn't grow up with sucks. 
Like, I just, yeah, I, exactly. I, I remember I, I, the first time I really, really, like, really realized that that's what it had shifted to. Mm-hmm. I was working at the rec center, and I, I had a kid's birthday come in, and it was Ninja Turtles thing, and I was so excited. I mean, I was so excited. I brought the movie in. I, I brought the, the old movie in. Yeah, yeah. You're pumped you know, for it. Oh, my God. I was so pumped, and I put it on, and they're looking at me like, what is this? I'm like, are you are you kidding me? What is this? Is that the question you're gonna ask me right now, kid? Like, I'm about to smash your cake. What are you What are you talking about? What is this? I was so oh, I was so upset after that. I I was so hurt by the fact that they had no idea what I was talking about. And I was like, you know what? They're kids. It's it's, it's a mean, child's birthday. Yeah. They would have not known. Like I was, they would they wouldn't have known what you know what the real Ninja Turtles were all about. But it's all right. I can't blame them. I mean, yeah, I mean, let's go with this. What the new show is, is what created the movies, the newer ones. And that's what's really the most unfortunate thing. So, yeah, like I said, seen I, the new movies. I've seen none of the new movies, so there's, there's that for me. Keep it that way. I'm not even joking. Keep it that way. Do yourself a favor. The reviews were terrible. Do yourself a favor. Don't even look at the reviews. Who directed right that movie? That. Does anybody else know who directed the movie? Because I don't want to say the name out loud. I'm a, like, I, I know. I'm familiar. James Cameron? <laughs> oh, God. Hey, James Cameron. You hate him. So that's I do I hate James Cameron, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael Bay. Okay. The man who took an asteroid... It made no sense of the movie. It made <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Um, and he made them like the Hulk size. Oh, yeah, they were ridiculous. I think that's the one thing that I did like from the Nickelodeon series is they tried to adapt them to be teenagers. Like they were literally teenagers in that show. And I'm like, okay, I can appreciate the storyline. They made April O'Neil younger. They made they try to make everything closer to kids which is the original stuff, they're teenagers. And then you see these, and they're like, oh yeah, we're teenagers. I'm like, you're bigger than my car. (laughs) (laughs) There was just so much that went, like, I mean, I've never, I've watched South Park every now and again, but when they did the episode of all the directors and stuff, and Michael Bay's part was just, everything's exploding. I I couldn't think, when I watched the first movie, it was like, that's all I could think of, because I'm looking at the first, like, five minutes of the movie they're walking in the shadows they go through like the storage containers or whatever and you find out that they're you know super strong they're superhuman now i'm like are, are we joking is this what this has become now like one of them i don't even know which one it was picks up an entire storage container and yeah. throws it at a foot and i'm like are you joking are you kidding me right now like is this what i'm getting ready to watch if i wanted to watch this i mean Oh my God! I was just like, "What are you doing, man? That's not right at all." Like, there, there's a so. I think the one thing I liked about the movie, I mean, I, I, I Mulligan, I got, I got the one thing I think we're gonna disagree on. I probably, I like a, I, I'm okay with Michael Bay's fight scenes. I'm okay with them. Yeah, they're actually, they're, you know, they're intense. So I'm alright with his fight scenes, and I think he did an okay job with that. Everything else in the movie was horrible. Everything. I hated top to bottom everything about that movie. Alright, let me let me say my I'll give you four complaints from that entire movie. Watch the trailer. And in the trailer I'm like, okay, maybe I can deal with this, maybe I can deal with this. And then I watch the shell take out a tank. Like him go into a shell and hit the tank so hard that the tank moved and like broke. And I'm like 
Okay, no, can't do this. Huge problem with that. Um, and two. I don't want to give away too much of the movie. I'm sorry, uh, there, but I don't want to give away too much of the movie. <laughs> the following quote. I was just like, dude, I'm about to turn this off right now. I can't deal with this. The following quote was, um, I guess Raphael had broke his shell and that, and he looks at Donatello and goes, tape it up. And I'm like, are, are you joking? <laughs> Is this what we're doing? And it's like, again, Donatello always gets the short end. They tried to punk Donatello. He's like, um, if, if I may, I, I would like to. I would like to show the courage, and I'm like, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm out. I'm a, if, I, um, if I find Michael Bay, it's it's got to be an issue. Right. We're gonna have to talk about this. So, uh, my second complaint was um, Tony Shalhoub voiced the character of uh, Splinter. <laughs> oh, really? And so, for people that don't know, Adrian Monk. Adrian Monk from the TV Stop show right Monk. Um, also, he was the villain in the first. Uh, Spy Kids movie for people that maybe remember that one. That's that's who voices Master Splinter, the little white boy. Um, my third complaint was they actually were gonna have, uh, I can't remember his name, the actor's name, but he's in a ton of stuff. He's uh, this white guy. He was gonna play Shredder, and there was so much backlash that that trailer received that last minute they had to rewrite the movie and just throw a random Asian guy to play Shredder. <laughs> Oh my god. And then finally, my fourth one, you had Megan Fox play April O'Neil. I'm sorry, we've had a redhead for the last twenty five years. We can't put a redhead <laughs> back in there. We just can't at least dye her hair red. At least try something. So Bye. yeah, those were my complaints from the first movie. And when the second movie came out, you know, they got the guy that plays uh Arrow in the Green Arrow T V show. He played Casey Jones. I'm like, okay, you know, Casey Jones, let's do this. And then he was a cop who wanted to make his dad proud by being the best cop he possibly could. I'm like, nope, done. I'm not even finished with this movie. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm looking at pictures of those, those, those beefed up turtles, and man, that's nuts. Like, they're on steroids, they're on all kinds of stuff here. Yeah, the best. Soup. That's I think my biggest complaint with the whole thing. I'm sorry, were you gonna say something? Oh no, I, I was just gonna say the best thing I could see was if you can if you combine, um, let's go with Abomination from the first or from the second Hulk movie with like Shrek. That's what the turtles look like. Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. I think I think my biggest problem. I, I had a bunch of problems with the movie. I think my number one issue was the personalities. I think what he did was take their personalities and just took like the worst qualities from each of their personality and just just expand on that. And it was horrible. It was just terribly done. Like Mikey, he, he I will start with him because he's the easiest one. He's the oh my party God. dude. He was like a rapist without being a rapist. A rapist and just wow. an absolute <laughs> douchebag. You such a douche. I'm like, if I saw you at a party, I'd, I'd fight you. Except for you're a six foot mutant turtle. Like, you know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not stupid. But I'm just like, dude, if you were just a normal person at a party, I'd punch you in the face for no good reason. You are annoying. You're not funny. You're just annoying. So he's got that. Then Donatello is just this skinny little nerd. Like I'm like, are you serious? Do you have any lunch money at all? 
they actually like, increased like his size in the second movie because people complained about how small he was. It was so horrible. And then you got Raphael. I think I, I'm just like if if I'm in a dark alley and I'm getting mugged, I would rather get mugged than see Raphael show up. <laughs> I really would. I'm just like, good God, you're you're like a seven foot thug, man. I'm like, what is this? I I don't want you to show up and save my life. I can't relate to you at all, but this is terrifying. I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. So there's that, and Leonardo is just a, a total tool. But they don't even look like turtles. It's like no. A, I can't even, I can't even describe what they look like, like face, like in the face. I'm just like, this is horrible. Yeah, it's so it's bad. I don't know. That it's, was my number one issue. Yeah, I think my I have to watch two, it now. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. If you, I, I think I have to, just for the... Just borrow the... <laughs> if you are, borrow the movie. Do not spend a dime yep, on that. Don't. Don't spend it. Get it for free, guys. <laughs> yeah. I think my number two bad. issue with the whole thing was just the storyline. So... It was the, all over the, the map. The, well, they rewrote it like three or four times in the movie. It was terrible. I mean, you know, her dad's... Her dad's the... And I'm sorry for everybody who hasn't seen it yet. Oh, Spoiler! Okay, quick spoiler before you even jump into this. The origin, really, the one I told you uh, from the comic book, and uh, the other interpretation was that Splinter was originally a ninja from Japan, came over here, and then got the mutagen and became a rat. The other, yeah. the other one is that he was a rat owned by a guy from Japan. Orokusaki. Orokusaki. And then became. I'm sorry, I take it back. No, say Orokusaki Shreddy, yeah. Uh, his master was Amadi Yoshi. Yoshi. There you go. Um, but he he was got the chemical and then transformed into a human rat form rather than just a rat. So it's there's different uh, versions of it. They totally destroyed the origin in the movie. And I think horrible. that's what you're going to complain I mean... about. At least it was like similar, you know. The so we we can still get behind it from the cartoons in the early '90s to the movies. I mean, we can still get behind it. But when they got to this movie, it was like, oh well, uh, Megan Fox's dad, who's the scientist, was in the, he's in the lab and he's working, and then you know everything goes haywire. There's a huge fire. Somebody shows up. Huge fire. She takes the four turtles that they're experimenting on throws them in the sewer, canister breaks in the sewer, all five of them are exposed to it, the turtles and the rat, they start to grow, and then all of a the sudden they, um, they, they learn, they learn karate because <laughs> the rat was sweeping up and found some karate manuals yeah. and studied those, and I'm like, <laughs> what, so he taught himself karate and then taught four teenage turtles how to fight yeah what what doesn't make you a master of anything I was like, what is that what's going on here i it drove me absolutely insane i was like I, I i'm sitting in the movie theater i'm watching this i'm like i i really want to go home like i don't think anybody in this movie theater understands how mad i actually am right now like it was it was horrible. I'm sitting there. I, it was a horrible experience for me. I'm just sitting there watching. I'm like, inaccurate, inaccurate, inaccurate. That's not okay. I'm not alright with that. The whole thing was just, so. I'm just like I'm watching the whole story, and then Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> yeah. <God. laughs> 
after they get in trouble. I, I don't know what it was about this specific scene that just made me so, so angry. But they got punished, and he's, like, describing this, like, 97 cheese pizza <laughs> just to torture. And I'm like, I don't know why you saying that is making me so... Maybe it's because you're not, like, Asian at all. But I, th I think that's why it made me so mad. But I'm like... I just want that. I want authenticity in this, man. Like, is there, there's nothing, there's nothing like traditional about this at all. This is horrible and it's really making me mad. And I don't think anybody understands this right now. But the whole experience was just horrible. So, the backstory on it was just garbage. I, 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 I hated every bit of it. Hey, Clark, mm. are you gonna go watch this movie now? <laughs> Yes, I am. Absolutely, am. I feel like I feel like now I have to. If we ever, if we ever do commentaries, we should have. Uh, or there's a feature where I can play a movie on my screen and everybody can here can watch it. What we should do is we all should watch the movie and then just do, record our own commentary track watching it. Because <laughs> I just want to hear Kenny complain the entire time while watching it. <laughs> That would be funny. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Clearly, he, he has no opinion on, on on it at all. Yeah. So. It, it just it, it got. I mean, and then it, it, I think it might have even worse because you know they were all they grew up in the two thousands and I'm like, all right, well that's a, that's a terrible era to grow up in. Yeah. No offense. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, man. So they're millennials and that's all. I mean, obviously I'm a millennial too, but I'm I'm an old school millennial. So. Well. The only other thing that, in my opinion, before it was actually sold, to, I forgot to mention this, before it was sold to Nickelodeon, do you remember the, the cartoon movie that was in theaters? Yes. Clark, did you ever see that? I never saw that. It was, when was that, around 2000, was it 2004, 2007? Yeah, I was in high school, so it had it been 2000, probably 2004 to 2006, is in that frame? Yeah, yeah. I missed that. Um, I'm not going to talk a whole, we're going to talk so much about it the, the one thing that I thought was really cool is like the Ninja Turtles retired because uh, Splinter sent Leo away to go train in like Bolivia or something like that and then so Leonardo became like an IT tech guy just talking to people uh, Michelangelo became a party uh, a kids party mascot and was wearing a ginormous head of himself. He just wore the head because he's already yeah, he's already a turtle, so he um, wore a green turtle head. And it was like they're all depressed. They don't know what to do with their life because their leader is gone. And then Raphael is dressing up as this vigilante who's going out and lash, literally just obliterating people the entire time. Like one of his weapons is like a chain with like a huge weight, a counterweight at the end, and he just shoots <laughs> it out at people. Yeah, he's with the Night Watcher. Yes, that's what it was. I don't. I, I really like that. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff wrong about the movie that I don't care about, like the monsters and the the immortal creatures and everything like that. But for the most part, uh, yeah. I thought it was a really good movie. I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. I mean, it was just as silly and yeah, it, it was just like it was for me. It was a good bounce back from the 2003 which oh, yeah. was actually the last movie it was a great bounce back from the last movie that was made but or I'm sorry not 2003 the, 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 um, the, the one in 93 yeah 93 yeah but it was just a great bounce back you know they got back to just it was just a funny movie so I, I loved it yeah Clark I recommend that it, if you ever have to watch 
any of the like the newer stuff or anything like that, that's something I do recommend. It, yeah. It honestly takes what you know from them because your your prior knowledge going in, and then kind of gives you years later this is where they are now they've like retired and they're all separated it's really cool it's and all it's all neat stuff. not to mention because it's... there's no shredder oh there's no shredder yeah they just no made shredder? mention to the fact yeah. that yeah they made mention to the fact that he, he would return yeah but then unfortunately they never made a sequel to the movie that's what kind of yeah. sucked and then Michael Bay took over and did <laughs> what he did to it <laughs> after he destroyed our childhood with Transformers, then he went and destroyed then his turtles, it's fine. Yeah. Um, so, the final thing that they've created, it's a new 2D animated, so they got rid of the CG, and it's on Nickelodeon now. It's called The, Ri- it's called the Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It debuted in September. I have not watched a single minute of it. However, it looks like they took the style of some of the movie characters because I think Raphael is still a freaking behemoth in this cartoon yeah. and oh, wow. it was really funny that when they first showed all the characters um, April O'Neil is now played by an African American woman, Stale got redhead and everything like that and when I first saw the first picture it was someone just blowing up about how they could not stand the look of this and I read it and they're like, this is ridiculous. This is not how this is supposed to look whatsoever. And I'm thinking they're going, oh, okay, this is going to go really racist and it's going to go really bad because they're going to be mad that she's black and it's going to be really bad. And then it goes, and it's like, never in my life have I ever seen the biggest turtle ever played by Raphael. I'm kind of okay with April O'Neil, though. It's, it's whatever. And I was like, oh, thank God he didn't go racist on that. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna think now. He even has like a weird jacket too. Like yes. it looks like a for sure. To me, it just reminds me of the Teen yeah. Titans. Really. Yeah. Like I, that's what I get from it. I feel Teen Titans. And then and I'm just like, you're looking at the picture. I tried it one time. I, I tried it once, and I was like, I, I'm completely yeah. off. It's narcotic. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. well, you saw the picture. It's it, Donatello doesn't have a domino mask or anything like that, or a wraparound bandana mask or anything like that. It's literally the largest. Like a bandana I've ever seen wrapped around his entire face. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Oh, oh man, they just That's they bad. just That's took it bad. and they they tried to make I I don't I don't know what they tried to make it. It was like why why was the classic why was the original not good enough? I never understood it. You know, like Spider Man's still Spider Man. You know, Batman's still yeah. Batman. I, but you guys yeah. take the Ninja Turtles and revamp it. That's a good point. I've like, never thought about that. Stop it! Just stop it! It's a classic. Leave it for what it is. Like, make the kids understand what it was instead of trying to tell them that it's something else. I can't. I can't stand it. Was it was so good. Such a big oh. part of my childhood, and so yeah, it's such a like caricature of what it was. Yeah. 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 Just like melded into this weird thing. So, it's funny. We we discussed this uh, a couple times between us throughout the week. Um, where I said I was asked, "Oh, are we gonna talk about the old stuff or new stuff?" I'm like, "Oh, well, we're gonna fall in love with the old stuff, and then we're gonna be hating on the new stuff." <laughs> it's literally <laughs> what we've done. Yeah. But did you guys? Uh, did you play any of the, any of the video games? I oh, played absolutely. the one from based on the 2003 series. Like that was actually yeah. pretty good. The only thing that sucked is you kind of you had to play solo mode, and playing solo mode, like I picked Donatello because I thought you know the staff gave me more reach, so I did that. Once you get like further in the game, it became so hard to play with just Donatello and that. 
that was the in time turtles in time yeah i think so maybe maybe i know it was based off the 2003 series what system was it playstation 2 okay so that was a little bit later i was talking about like the, the original the nintendo, nintendo game and the SNES. yeah yeah, yeah um, I, my buddies had it. Uh, I never really played it much. It was it seemed way out of my grasp of hardness level. I actually I uh, I we when when I was growing up, my brothers and sisters and I we we'd all go over to my grandfather's house and played all the time. And he gave me I think it was for I want to say it was for Christmas or something. Just as a you know an old nostalgic gift, he 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 gave me the Nintendo and all the games with it, and I saw that in there. Immediately got home, tried to play that, and I wanted to play Duck Hunter too, but I couldn't get either one of them to work on my TV. Mm. I'm still, I'm still hopeful I'll get it to go at one point, but yeah, I still got. I, I just he gave me the original Nintendo and with the controllers and everything, and uh, Ninja Turtles in there. I want to play it so bad because I grew up playing that one. That was that was awesome. Mm. I love that game. Mm. What about you, Clark? Any of the games that you really like got into? Yeah, the, I feel like the the first one, the NES game, was so hard. I think that's there. There was I feel like it was the same one as the PlayStation Two one, but maybe redone because Donatello is who you got because of his reach, just like you said. Um, and then um, there was a it was the one that came right from the arcade, right to the Super NES. It was like um, Turtles in Manhattan or Manhattan. Project, maybe. Yeah, I don't remember the title, but I totally know what you're talking about. That was so good, because it came right from the arcade, because you remember you'd go to Chuck E. Cheese or whatever, you play it, and then now you have it at home. That was the one I fell in love with, because it felt like an arcade. You could do two players, and of course, back then it was an online play. You're, like, you're in a room with your friends, with the controller that's you know, a foot long, so you're like really close to it. Um, so good, man. I just, I, I really enjoyed that, that video game, for sure. Okay. I saw that at a restaurant I went to not too long ago. I actually I looked it up just just for you know, just for fun. I, I looked it up on like one of the marketplaces. They uh, that whole system, like the actual arcade system, is going for about like two thousand. Wow. And I was, like that was like the cheapest one I saw. It was going for like two thousand. So you got it right. Ah, uh, I wish. <laughs> I'm trying to. I was to waiting find. on you guys to make it big so you can take you take care of that for me. Of course. That's why I brought this one. <laughs> Um, so let's wrap this up by just, I'm going to tell some facts and tell me you guys if you knew this. I already talked about one of them. Uh, they created a parody of Daredevil from Marvel. So they, they, that's what they were, was an adaptation from Marvel. Shredder was based on a cheese, cheese grater. Mm -hmm. That's simple as that. <laughs> they uh, made reference to that in the first movie. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm sorry, it was a can opener. I might take that back. In the cartoons, or I'm sorry, in the comic series as well as the late '80s and '90s cartoon, uh, the turtles used a cow head for inter interdimensional travel. I'm not going to explain that. Just yeah, visualize I don't, it. I don't remember, like, I, yeah, I don't remember that detail for sure. I, yeah, I can't say I remember that either. Um, it took three people to make each turtle act in in uh, the original movies because of the suits. They were just so massive and big. You had one person inside it, you had one person to work in the mouth, and the other person, like, working the limbs. Yeah, I can imagine. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So clunky. Oh, no. My thing's acting up. Back, 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 back. Oh, no, I Your lost thing's it. thing's acting up. Don't interpret that. 
you mind if I, uh, Clark, oh. you mind if I give you a fact from the from the movie that uh, you know might deter you from actually wasting your time watching it? Yes. No, nothing you can say that would make me not want to watch it. <laughs> I'll give you this one just to see how you feel about it. You find out at one point in the first movie that they're all bulletproof. Yep. <laughs> okay, you did. You did it. <laughs> oh man. Um, wow. It, not not only yeah. do you find out that they're bulletproof, they declare it in the movie. Is I wear bulletproof. I'm like, okie doke. <laughs> not just the shell, like the turtle skin. I mean, if the skin is bulletproof. Yep. Okay. They are cool. bulletproof because they cool. are cool. Yeah, they are agents shooting assault rifles at them, and they find out that they cannot be penetrated by bullets. Yeah. Wow. Um, so one of the other ones is everyone knows them as. <clears throat> Blue was Leonardo, purple's Donatello, uh, orange was Michelangelo, and red was Raphael. In the original comic books, they all had red masks. They all didn't have the different colors. That I did hear. Did you know that? Because yeah. they were all black and like the the things were black and white. Yeah, because like, at first they were all black and white, so they didn't they couldn't differentiate. Yeah, because this was like a privately made comic book by Eastman and Laird, and they actually had to go to Eastman's uncle to get money to make this to produce this on their own. As a matter of fact, I think I might be wrong. I have to check it again, but I think they actually make reference to that. Like you said, in the third movie where they called them demons. Yes. I think they actually kind of made reference to that in the third movie, in like the okay. old like Japanese uh, scroll. Okay. Didn't know that one. There you go. Yeah. Um, the foot soldiers that were used in the cartoons and everything, they changed them actually to robots. One not one to, so that they, the turtles could actually hurt them without actually hurting a human being but also uh, it was the best way to sell toys because I mean who just wants a ninja you, you can have a ninja that a, a gun comes out of their arm or something like that so it was the hmm. best way to sell toys during that time um, for a while in the show Michelangelo's name was actually spelled wrong oh really yeah it was spelled uh, like it's supposed to be spelled uh, Michael, M-I-C-E-L-A. In the show, it was M-I-C-A-E-L, like Michael and then Angelo. It's like two different names all combined into one thing. Um, so I'll wrap it up also with this last one. And um, I believe we already talked about it. They had a big Broadway show. And uh, one, of the, uh, one of the raps was called Coming Out of Their Shells. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Which I mean, when coming out of your closet was a term back in that time, it's really hard not to laugh at that. <laughs> so, well, I read something. Let me, if I, if I, if I may, um, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when they first arrived to the United Kingdom, they changed the name to Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Yes, there's that. that. Um, and yeah, they even changed the song from, um, you know, it goes, uh, Splinter taught them to be ninja teens. It goes, uh, Splinter taught them to be fighting. They changed that, too. Ninja was just such a... Yeah, Ninja was very faux pas in went. UK. Yeah. And then, also, I forgot to mention this as uh, a little fun fact. The, orig the, the theme song for the cartoon was written and sang by the guy who makes... Uh, it's Chuck Lore, or Chuck Lorre, or whatever is the guy who makes Two and a Half Men and Big Bang Theory and all those shows. He he actually sang and wrote the entire song. So, oh. 
So when you hear yeah. when you hear uh, uh, you know the, the turtles talking during the theme song, it's his voice actually. Like it's really hip. Okay, yeah. So there you go. So we are going to jump into the next segment of our show called Recommendation Corner. Gentlemen, Clark, what do you have to rep- recommend for the listeners this week? I do want to say I did listen to your um, the 31st episode. I think it was 31st that you and um, uh, Tyler did. Yes. And I do agree that the 100 is worth a watch. So if you haven't watched the 100, it's pretty good. Okay. Um, but my recommendation would be if you're looking for a console to purchase, do get the Switch, the Nintendo Switch. I know what you're thinking. I think it's not as badass maybe as one of the other ones, but um, Xbox has been in talks with Nintendo to bring Xbox Live to Switch. So okay. you've got to get basically two consoles on one. So that is my recommendation. Nintendo Switch, do it. Do it now. Okay. Uh, Kenny, what do you got for me? What do you got for Recommendation Corner this week? Well, um... I don't mean to. I don't mean to yank it back real quick, but I, I got an anti-recommendation <gasps> first. Oh, I'm loving this. If, like myself and like Clark, you're a Donatello fan, I don't recommend episode 44 of the. <laughs> Wait a minute. Of, That's I'm, so I'm specific. Hold on. 44. I don't recommend you check that one out. But something I do recommend. Well, um. Before it before it finds its way off of Netflix, I definitely 100% recommend the Punisher's uh, series. Mm-hmm. Incredible show! It's a great show. Lots of action. It, it was just a great show. Yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't. I not too too deep into Marvel. I I follow it as best I can. But to be honest, I just don't have two hours to watch each of the movies. You know, as they come out, I just I just don't have the two hours to go watch them. But uh. I want to catch up on all of them, but I I, I did just sit down and I, I started watching The Punisher, and man, it, it's an it's a great series, man. It's just awesome, and from what I'm understanding, Netflix is they're gonna yank all that stuff off, all the Marvel yep, stuff. Yep, they just canceled the last one. Yeah, and Jessica like Jones is the last Disney. one. Uh, th- so the problem is, it's supposed to all go to Disney or maybe Hulu, because technically Disney, when they bought Fox, got a bunch of Hulu rights and everything like that. The only thing is. Netflix has a no-compete clause for two years. So once it's been canceled, it cannot appear for anywhere else for two years. So, unless Disney goes, hey, here's $10 million, we want Daredevil back. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, My my only warning before you walk into that series is, it is bloody as hell. Brutal. It (laughs) is brutal. Actually, in the, the second season, there's a fight scene. Um, to not give too much of away, it's a, it's a, it's in the gym. Yeah, oh yeah. I woof between the gym fight scene and the fight scene with the the guy in the hat at the bar. I was like, wow. Yeah. Ooh, they did a great job with that. That, that I, I had to turn away. I'm not very, I'm not a squeamish person, but I, I kind of had to turn away on those. I was like, wow. Yeah. This is intense, but, and it, but it was just such a great show. And if you great want to, line. if you want to get into that show, maybe I would recommend like the first six episodes of season two of Daredevil too, just get to introduce that character. So, I actually, I, I, I do want to go back and check that out because I, I didn't actually watch Daredevil. Everybody I've talked to about it says go watch Daredevil, but I wasn't, I didn't watch them in, in the proper order. But mm. 
everybody says go back and watch Daredevil just to kind of to, to get myself up to speed with all that. that. Uh, we don't talk about Affleck anymore. <laughs> the man who retired from being Batman. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what you're doing? Your, your anti-recommendation is going to make me only want to do the opposite <laughs> of what you want me not to do. I gotta find I gotta find comic book number 44. Or that no, was episode 44. Episode 44. Oh, I'd like to say comic book 44. Oh, okay. no. Um, so the only other thing that I would recommend is I just got done watching the, the show The Umbrella Academy on Netflix. It took me three days, and I plowed through that thing. It was so good. I, I know it's different from the, in, the interpretation of the comic books, but the characters were so darn good. My only complaint is that Ellen Page's forehead is ginormous, and I could not <laughs> help staring at it for a vast majority of the time she's on screen. But it's so good. Then, like an hour later, you're like, what, would I, what have I been watching? I've been watching your forehead the whole time. I don't even know what... I don't know what's going on. Well, it's, I just watched you for it. It's funny, because um, <laughs> Ellen Page is one of those people who argues that if you're going to have a gay character in a show or a movie or anything like that, it should be played by a gay actress or anything like that, or actor. I get that. She's a gay actress who is playing a straight character. I'm like, you don't see a problem with this? You, you don't see anything <laughs> wrong with this at all? <laughs> Hypocrite much? Yeah. So, uh, basically, uh, do you guys have any final thoughts? I didn't prepare anything witty this, this week. Not really. <laughs> Super tired, but I'm glad to be back. That's for dang sure. Um, I'm just happy to be on it, man. Like I said, you guys are doing great work. I really appreciate everything I was doing. It's been, it's just been fun just listening, just thinking about old stuff. Man, I went back. Uh, I, I, I re-listened to a couple of the episodes. That's my couple of my favorites. I, so I, I gotta say it since I'm on with you guys. Oh, go now. ahead, shout us out. But uh, yeah, the uh, <laughs> somehow I, I, Clark, you actually started the trend, but. Uh, when when you guys were doing the movie episodes, both of you put the Matrix on there, and I was just like, "What is anybody seeing?" And man, I just I didn't understand. I never got the movie. I was just like, "Both of you guys put it had it in your top ten. And I'm like, "That's that's on my top ten of the worst." But I hated that movie so much when it came out. I couldn't stand it. But I was like, "Wait, what is anybody seeing this movie?" Did you go back? Have you gone back? Were you younger when you watched it? I was younger. I tried and watched it again. I was just like, I, I just. To be honest, man, I just couldn't take another Keanu Reeves film. Like other than John well, Wick, he did he did pretty well in John Wick. I was like, I, I just can't take Keanu Reeves in this movie. I don't know why. Just, I can't do it. Did you hear or read the recent article that came out about Will Smith doing an interview about why he turned down The Matrix? No, I didn't. So I guess they wanted to have one black actor, which because he turned it down, they went to Keanu Reeves. They ended up bringing in. Um, I can't remember his freaking name, but they brought him in for um, uh, Morpheus. The original Morpheus, Morpheus yes. Uh, the, the original Morpheus was supposed to be played by uh, Val Kilmer. Oh. <laughs> hey, imagine how different those movies have been. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, complete, total shift. <laughs> but I guess it, he said that the reason why he didn't want to play Neo is because he just, when he had d just done Independence Day, they offered him Men in Black. And he said he didn't want to be known as the alien movie guy. So they fought him with it, and they finally were like, oh, no, we'll do this. And then they offered him this, and his best explanation is, 
was uh, one of the Wachowskis, originally the Wachowski brothers, uh, explained this movie to him. He's like, they had to explain it to me like three times, and I still didn't get it. <laughs> That's how I felt about it the whole time. It was like, it was like trying to understand the movie Inception after watching it the first time. I'm like, what? What just? Ha- what the hell just happened here? It took me it's like dream six dream, rewatches. But you're not dreaming. You're dreaming. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. It took me like six rewatches to kind of figure out stuff. Yeah. So. I just, I, it just never hit for me, man. I, that one just never ever hit for me. But I, it was funny because. The whole time I was listening to that episode, I'm like, don't say it, don't say it, you're saying it, you're saying it right now. <laughs> oh my god. And then once Clark said it, Mulligan was like, that's later on on my list. I'm like, Mulligan, you're better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you're the odd man out. That was an awesome, awesome movie. I that, hear that all the weren't good, we're not good, but that one was good. Well, but, but no, you guys, this show, man, it's just, it, it's a, it's a great podcast. You guys are doing a, you guys are doing an incredible job with it. And I'm really, I'm happy to see you guys keep growing. Absolutely. Appreciate your time, man. Absolutely. I, I mean, we've been talking for a while about this, and I think that was the really fun part is we would post an episode, and then two hours after it get posted, you'd listen to it, and you'd call me, all right, so here's my thoughts. <laughs> Immediate feedback. That's what yeah, we need. Absolutely. I love it. I think um, one of my favorite ones was the um, Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps and all that. That, that was also I was, I was oh, a good yeah. time with that. And I, I'm really looking forward to going back into part two of uh, the TV series like that we did yeah. last year. I, I, there's it's so much more difference. we could talk about. Because yes. like, we yeah. didn't talk about our real monsters or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. So if so. you do anything with uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple on it, please let me know. Okay. <laughs> um, we, we got you for Legends of the Hidden Temple. We got you for the Power Rangers. And then, like I said, we, we were actually talking about this. Uh, we want to do an MLB predictions episode. And we want to do beyond, okay, who's going to win MLB? Who's going to do this? I, I want some really weird, interesting predictions going on in that episode. So we'll do that in a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that'd be that real good. Yeah. So. If you were, yeah. As a matter of fact, actually, if you guys were doing a Grinds My Gear segment, I was going to say that that's one of the things that's really driving me insane is we can find we can they can generate content like no other for the NFL and the NBA but somehow you know America's not smart enough for at least like 15 minutes in you know like the B or C block for baseball yeah you know you got to go to Buster only you know to to get any baseball I'm like come on well, that's, that's America's a, not that stupid that irritates me yeah cuz with with it basketball you have the the Woj Wachowski or we're not uh Wojnarowski uh, yeah can never say his name properly. Yeah, he, he's your dude that, I mean, anything happens. Anyone sneezes, he knows about it. Uh, same with football. You got Adam Schefter. When you, go to, when you go to baseball, there's like five different opinions all about one team. Yeah. So. Yep. It just drives me insane. So. All right. Well, this has been Getting Old. Cause I've heard the time of my life And this is getting old too 
This has been Getting Old. If you would like to find any of our previous episodes, go to anchor.fm slash gettingold or gettingoldpod.com. There, you can subscribe to our website and you'll receive a weekly email for every time an episode drops, as well as any other things that we add to the website. If you'd like to find us on Facebook, you can find us at This Is Getting Old. That is our group page where everyone has a nice little interaction. You can also find us at our fan page at This Is Getting Old Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Getting Old Pod, as well as on Twitter at pod underscore old. If you have any other questions or suggestions for an episode, just email us directly at gettingoldpod at gmail.com.